0: It's time to grade your Mariners trades here on Fan Fiction Friday. Colby, hit it. You are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Ahoy, sailors. It is Friday, January 12th, 2024. This is Tiding Azul is and Colby Pennett for the Locked On Mariners Podcast brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app. Create an account and use promo code locked on. That's L O C K D O N for $20 off your first purchase. Thank you so much for making us your first listen. Subscribe, like, and turn on alerts if you're watching on YouTube, or subscribe and leave a five-star review on your preferred podcast platform if you like what you hear. And if you're part of the crew and rock with us every single day, let us know in the comments below. We'd love to hear from you. And if you want to hear from us even more, please consider signing up for our Patreon. You can now get a free seven-day trial to check out the show. The link, as well as our social accounts, is in the description of this episode. This is Fan Fiction Friday, the show where you submit your Mariners trade ideas and we grade them on the 2080 scouting scale: 20 being the worst, 80 being the best. Of course, let's get into them. And some of these are leftover trades from last week. We were supposed to do Fan Fiction Friday, you know, last week, but then, of course, on Friday the Mariners made a couple of trades, so uh, we're going to be carrying those over to today's show. And if anything is out of date, we will account for that. Anywho, we're going to start here with Joshua. Mariners receive Luis Arise, and the Marlins receive Cole Young and Ty France. And Joshua adds, like others, I mainly just want to know what it would take from the Mariners, especially since the Marlins wouldn't find our young pitching enticing. So uh, earlier today, I saw a tweet saying that John Heyman had reported that the Marlins are open to trading luis arise or they're open to listening to offers i I don't know exactly what the specific wording was but luis arise is apparently possibly available and i put out a tweet asking for some you know buzzer beater trade ideas uh for today's show just to get some last minute deals in possible and of course naturally a lot of them uh featured luis arise so colby firstly what do you think as you sulk in your sadness about Calen DeBoer and Pete Carroll, what do you think about Joshua's trade? And then secondly, what do you think about the idea of trading for a rise in general? I don't think any of this matters. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, it.
1: it doesn't seem like you are. It seems like you're enjoying this a little bit, Ty, but hey, uh...
0: I'm, I'm half in pain. The half of mm-hmm. your pain I share. I'm, I'm just not a, a Huskies fan, so I, I don't really feel anything about De DeBoer. Though mm-hmm. I do think Pete Carroll to you Dub, yeah. Imagine yeah. your wife left you tie. That's how bad
1: I'm feeling. Even
0: worse, I had coach left me.
1: Yeah, but two of mine did, so it's like I right. lost two right. wives basically. Right. So what do you know?
0: Right. Um, true, true. So
1: yeah, uh, Luis Ariz immediately, obviously, that's going to set off some alarm bells for Mariner fans. And as you guys may or may not recall, I'm a pretty big Luis Ariz fan. Uh, I pitched him last winter. And I think I pitched him our first winter. Um, so obviously that's, that's an interesting idea. Uh, specifically the, the trade of, of Cole Young and, uh, what was it? Cole Young and Ty France. Yeah. I don't think Ty France does anything in this trade. Uh, the Marlins already have Josh Bell who they may or may not be trying to move off their roster. So I guess maybe if they traded Josh Bell, then Ty France would make some sense. But, uh, I think Cole Young is, uh, in a pure prospect sense, I think he's about the type of player that you would give up for a rise, or at least one of the type of players you give up for a rise. But when I look at what the Marlins are likely going to ask, or what they're actually going to, you know, try and get for a rise, I think they're gonna look for an up the middle player. Now, the Mariners do have pitching, but like you mentioned, the the pitching staff in Miami is pretty good. It's pretty set. They they don't really need any more young arms. Uh, not that you can ever have enough, but it's not going to be a priority for them. I think what their priority is going to be is shortstop catcher center field. Someone who plays up the middle. Well, the Mariners aren't giving up, uh, Cal Raleigh for two years of Luis arise. They're not giving up JP Crawford for two years of, of arise. They're certainly not giving up Julio Rodriguez. So what do they have to offer? Not a ton. So it's, it's kind of a tight, a tight fit. So, you pretty much need the Marlins to be interested in prospects, like willing to trade a rise for prospects. Are they going to do that? Maybe not a lot of teams have a, a, you know, excess shortstop or excess catching that they can trade the Marlins. It's two of the hardest positions to fill. So is there somebody out there who might give up their center fielder? Maybe, but Mm -hmm. the Marlins, again, you have to consider that they're not a team that traditionally spends a ton. So they do have some uh, payroll limitations. So, yeah, the arise, your arise thing is, is a little tricky. Um, I think in theory, a team like Baltimore makes some sense because they have some up the middle young guys. Um, whereas Seattle really doesn't, unless of course, again, you know, Miami really likes, like for example, Ryan bliss. And then you can sell them on like, here's Ryan bliss. And then here's your catcher of the future, Harry Ford. And then here's, you know, Jonathan Classe, who can play center field in theory. Like, yeah, I, I think arise in a prospect only type of package, or prospect and a kind of a, an ancillary major league piece like Ty France in, in this example. I think yeah. that's interesting to Miami. I don't think it's enough for them to pull the trigger, though. So arise is, is tricky, and so coming up with a good trade offer for him is uh, is difficult.
0: So let's refamiliarize ourselves with the trade that landed the Marlins arise last year um and so keep in mind arise now has two years left of claw control when he had three last year uh he was already pretty much an elite hitter but became even more so of an elite hitter this year 354 393 469 slash line that's a 132 wrc plus ridiculous numbers especially on the batting average front that cost the marlins pablo lopez cost them what th- three years of pablo lopez i believe two years of pablo lopez can't remember mm-hmm. exactly what it was um it also cost them a shortstop prospect Jose Salas and outfielder Byron Chirillo, uh, who I believe right now, if we're going off a of pipeline, uh, rank as the Twins 15th and 24th best prospects, if I'm remembering correctly, respectively. Um, so what do you think now? Again, two years left of club control on a rise, but he's coming off of a career year. He is a perfect fit positionally in terms of what the Mariners need i mean like he's not a not a great defender let's let's say that but he would he would be at second base that would mm-hmm. be your your second base solution right and um the Mar- and the marlins like you mentioned probably aren't super enticed by your pitching because of what they already have in their rotation now a key to this could be if they trade jesus lazardo which is possible um and we might actually even talk a little jesus lazardo For the mariners later on in the show but yeah yeah but um what do you think is kind of the like proper value knowing what he went for last year and now taking all the context of the past 12 months into account sure
1: um i think it's brian wu uh and then i think it's it's tough because you have to balance the the value of club control i.e. six years versus three years
0: well and also keep in mind lopez was a massive question mark
1: right but certainly with more track record than Wu or miller so right. for you sure know, you kind of have to is six years of a guy with you know 100 innings in the big leagues is that worth more less or the same than a guy who's produced at the big league level but never really over a full season but this put up some really impressive like numbers. So it's kind of this tough balancing act, but I think for me, if I'm trying to match that offer, uh, I'm probably going woo. And then something like Gabriel Gonzalez a little bit, and then maybe a, uh, you know, a Laz Montez or, uh, um, you know, somebody in that range, maybe Jeter Martinez uh, type, somebody in the, in the, you know, 12 to 15 range. I, I think you're going to have to pay a little bit more, than, uh, than Miami did just because I, I think that for a team like Miami, I think they're going to the, value the, uh, the, I guess the track record over the club control. So, right. I mean, that could go either way though. Maybe they, maybe they really value Brian Wu's six years. And so you can pay less on the back end, but again, because they have pitching, it's a really difficult, like, uh, you know, it's a really difficult road to walk. It's a very narrow path to a deal. So um, I like Luis Ariz a lot. I think he's a really good fit for this lineup. Uh, you stick him at the top, and and you know, uh, in front of Julio, or I guess technically even behind Julio. Um, and you know, I I, th- I think his bat is is good. It, it's a really good bat, and it's what you want in Seattle. But it's just so hard to see them come up with a deal unless there's a three team deal out there, or unless okay. Miami is is going to trade some of their young pitching and get the shortstop or the center fielder or this and then they're more open to maybe clearing some payroll uh of low rise because the Rise is gonna make I think about ten million dollars this year. Yeah. So
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is a situation where you need a third team. Where you're gonna need a third team to help because facil- just knowing what we know right now about the Marlins roster as it currently stands. I think you need a third team that can supply the marlins with what they want and will take a pure prospect package or one of your pitchers from you. And i think the, the mariners ideally would want to trade prospects right they, And I think they're holding on for dear life for, for their uh, pitchers right now they're young pitchers especially because we've talked about this the more that i've thought about it now over uh, over time because you know i was i was in that boat of trade one of your young starters for the bat or bats that you need. I really drove that the soft season there at the start of the soft season, but the more I've thought about it, especially you know with the uncertainty about Mariners payroll situation, not just this year but in the next you know couple of years, um, if they have to eventually make some tough decisions on someone like Logan Gilbert uh, or George Kirby, you're you're going to need Bryce Miller or Brian Wu. Mm-hmm. Like the, those guys are infinitely more important to you than they feel right now. Sure, uh, just off the top of my head, uh, three team deal. Woo to the, the
1: Reds, Noel to, yeah. uh, the Marlins. And then it's, you give, you get a rise and then maybe you give the Marlins like Gabriel Gonzalez and you get back like, uh, Trevor Rogers. Like you get back a starting pitcher in the deal. Right. Um, and I think Rogers, uh, Max Meyer, maybe like those guys are a little bit lower on the Marlins depth chart just because there's more question marks there. So, um, could you yeah. get, Brandon Williamson from the Reds you might be able the Reds have some starting pitching like I struggle to call it depth but they have bodies they have like they have a lot eight, of bodies guys, yeah, yeah they have a lot of Connor guys to Phillips. through. yeah could you get Connor Phillips back could you get Andrew Abbott like I mean there are some guys that you might be yeah. able to get from that that Reds team so I do think a three-team deal could make sense And we know Jerry's going to be creative about it it's just again I don't see a way you're trading Woo or Miller without getting a pitcher back from somebody
0: yeah Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Because those guys are just so, so important to you right now. And like I said, possibly even more so in 2025, 2026, et cetera. All right. We're going to go over more of your trades in just a moment. Oh, real quick. We need to give a grade to Joshua's trade.
1: I don't know. I'll give it a 40 just because it's it's so fresh and it's hard to really like. Yeah. It's a really difficult trade because the Marlins could absolutely love Cole Young and think he's going to be their shortstop next year. And maybe they do that. True. So I don't know. It's it's tough. It's it's so new. I haven't really had a ton of time to think about the possibility. So I'll give it a 40 just to, you know, give it sure. the benefit of the doubt. Some
0: fair. Fair. All right. We're going to be grading more of your trades in just a moment. But first, a reminder, this episode of the Locked On Marys Podcast is brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. And with killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. So forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code Locked On. That's L O C K D O N. Twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, and redeem promo code Locked On. That's L O C K D O N for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And you're listening to the Locked On Merrors podcast. Thank you again for making us your first listen. And as a reminder, Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. Thank you again for joining us here on fan fiction on Friday. We're reading and grading some of your Mariners trades. We got this deal from anonymous in our Google form, Logan Gilbert to the diamondbacks for Brandon Fott, Christian Walker, drew Jones and Slade to
1: So here's the problem. Uh, I like that. Uh, fine. Uh, I think he's a solid replacement and obviously I'm a big Christian Walker fan. You get Walker for one year. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, and then you're hoping that that basically is as good as Logan Gilbert when he right. reaches his ceiling. And Gilbert hasn't even reached his ceiling yet. So, no, I, I think I'm out on this deal. Uh, it's it's enticing, certainly. Uh, but Drew Jones is such a big question mark. Who the hell knows yeah. Yeah. Um, what he's going to do? And then uh, I can't even fathom a guess at, at the per- correct pronunciation of, of the pitcher. I like him. I think he's uh, I think I do know the arm and I am intrigued by the arm just kind of screams, you know, middle reliever to me, uh, maybe a little bit better. Uh, So for me, it's like one year of Walker, a complete lottery ticket in Jones, really a complete lottery ticket on a guy who's probably a middle reliever. And then six years of fat for four years of Gilbert. Yeah. It's not really doing it for me. So I, I think I'd give it a 45, 40, somewhere in that range because, Uh, as enticing as it is, and it's a lot of names and it seems like a great deal, you're only getting the impact bat for one year. And then you're hoping that the arm you're getting back is going to be as good as Logan Gilbert is now. Eventually.
0: Right. Yeah. Logan Gilbert is Logan Gilbert, but Brandon Fock could be anything. Even Logan Gilbert. Yeah, exactly.
1: And like you said, again, it's not that Gilbert has like two years of club control left. he has got four. Right. So if he did yeah. have two years left, I would absolutely do this. If he had three years left, I'd consider this. But having four years of a guy who's already—it's just unheard a, of. It's unheard yeah. of.
0: It's unprecedented. Trading it's, someone it's
1: nuts. It's just nuts yeah. now. If they did do this deal, I wouldn't be mad. Like I could understand their their thought process behind it, certainly. But yeah. I just don't think it's enough. As as odd as that is.
0: And you're still going to get a lot for Gilbert if you wait a year, and then you can still extract as much value out of, as could, possible out of out of Gilbert on your roster, right? Mm-hmm. So, basically, it comes down to the
1: question: like, is this the best you can do for Logan Gilbert? The answer is yes. Then I'm keeping him.
0: Yeah, but it um, doesn't mean
1: it's it's terrible.
0: Yeah, no, I really like Fott. I mean, he's mm-hmm. coming off of a, main run in the postseason. Um, sure, you know, Walker, I love Christian Walker. Um, mm-hmm. He's not a great fit on the team but you can trade Ty france and all that i'm not letting Ty france impede me from getting D- christian walker dfa
1: Ty france if i mean <laughs> like get christian walker but yeah
0: right 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 um yeah and then you know drew jones i mean who who knows but obviously immense Tim talent Tyson. there immense mm-hmm. raw talent there and then you know Chacone can certainly help too uh i yep. really like the arm um yeah. but yeah i would i would say no to the steal, but i think it's fairly creative um mm-hmm. I think it's closer to the mark in terms of what it would require to trade Logan 45 50. Yeah. It's a lot closer than any,
1: than most of the other Logan Gilbert trades we've gotten. Yeah. Like this
0: one, at least this one at least is like, Hmm. Right. I'll think about that, but probably no. All right. We got a simple one for one here. Another anonymous (laughs) trade harry Ford for Noelvi Marte it looks very funny, but that's it's literally just copy and paste it from the uh from the Google form but yeah that's sure it's very very little text in the middle of a big screen uh yeah, so Harry Ford for Noelvi Marte I think the Reds, Reds do this no yeah, no that was my first and biggest question there
1: that. yeah uh there's just too much risk on Harry Ford there's really I mean and Noelvi Marte is twenty three years old. Like mm. I think if like the Mariners want Noel V. Marte back, it's going to cost them Miller, uh, maybe Wu. You know, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, and so just because I would, I think Miller has more value, doesn't necessarily mean everybody else does. But it's going to cost you one of those two arms at right. minimum, right. and maybe a little bit more. So, uh, and I wouldn't add more for the record. Like if if I want Noel V. back, you can have Miller or Wu, and that's it maybe you even have to throw something my way to, to even this trade out. So I don't think they're going to do that. Um, I, I think that like, I don't know if, if Ford can, can headline a, a package for like uh like either a young potential all-star player or like a, like a proven all-star level player. I don't know if he's quite there yet. Uh, so I don't think there's any way the Reds would even consider this, but uh, you know, it's, it's definitely different. I'll give
0: you that. It's, fascinating it's a very interesting Mm -hmm. challenge um and it's also you know funny um i just don't think the reds do this i don't think they're interested in that for a second so yeah you know um i'll give you a 40 but yeah i just i think the the reds are asking for more and i'm out yep i'm out same all right we got a few more of your trades coming up here on the Locked On Americas podcast. But first, a reminder, this episode is brought to you by FanDuel. All right, Sailors, the NFL regular season may be over, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays. You can also find bets in the new Explore tab. And make a parlay in the Parlay Hub. It's the best way to find popular parlays. While the Seahawks are done, Mariners baseball is almost here, folks. So is betting on Mariners baseball. But while you wait for the boys to take the field, you can still bet on the Kraken and Huskies basketball. So visit fanduel.com slash lockedon, that's L-O-C-K-D-O-N, and make your first bet a layup. Again, that is FanDuel.com slash On L O C K D O N. FanDuel, official partner of the National Football League. And you are listening to the Locked On Mariners podcast. Thank you again for making us your first listen here on Fan Fiction Friday. We got a few more of your trades to read and grade and talk all about. We're going to pick up here with another anonymous trade from the Google form. Orioles receive Perlander Baroa, Ty Adcock, and Alberto Rodriguez. The Mariners receive Austin Hayes. It's it's interesting. I'd say that. Now, I think the
1: problem you're going to run into with the Mariners is, is that you might prefer Perlonder Baroa to Hayes straight up because you kind of have, you know, Austin Hayes on your roster, so to speak, with a couple different, like very similar type of players. And you don't have Another Perlando Baroa, unless maybe you really believe in Carlos Vargas or, or somebody like that. Um, but right now, I don't think you have another Perlando Baroa. You go sign Robert Stevenson, like, okay, we, we can talk uh, about this, but it's certainly not a bad trade. I wouldn't be upset. I, I mean, I think obviously Alberto Rodriguez is kind of just a, a throw in at this stage. Um, but I think it's intriguing. To me, this deal is basically bura for Hayes, I mean, more or less in, in the grand scheme of things. I think that that's totally fine. I think if I am trading Baroa, then Hayes is the type of player I'm going to try and you know acquire a. a I don't want to say a fringe everyday guy, but not really an all star. I know Hayes made an all star team, but he's not really an all star. If that makes sense, like he's not that type of player. So, um, I like I like the idea. Certainly, I just think it's as funny as it sounds that the Mariners might prefer Baroa, the complete question mark, to Hayes, who is a pretty sure bet to, to hit some yeah so. he's
0: been a he's been a very consistent uh yep. hitter uh last three years 100 wrc plus or higher uh 106 in 2021 107 in 2022 and then uh 112 this past year slash 275 mm-hmm. 325 444 it's 2.2 f4 uh 16 home runs 67 ribs good player i could just i could just go get tommy
1: fam if i want this type of player yeah, I mean less um, less risk with Hayes certainly, but
0: yeah, um, I just don't think the Orioles say yes. I, I I think I think that's what I'm kind of getting hung up on here. I know that they need bullpen help. You know, they Repeat just the
1: deal one more time. Baroa, it's Baroa, Ad Adcock and Adcock.
0: Rodriguez. Uh, Rodriguez, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. To me, that's just Baroa for for Hayes. Um, no disrespect yeah. to you know uh, Adcock and rodriguez but i don't they don't move the needle for the orioles at all so yeah
0: yeah i don't know uh, i know that the orioles they they need bullpen help and they just signed craig kimbrough to that you know big third you know one-year deal um mm-hmm. for 13 million dollars you know bautista's out this year all of this year so i i get kind of the logic and the process of this but given how many question marks there are with Broa and the fact that the Orioles are probably not going to spend the money that it would take to... I mean, look, they have other options. They have Colton Cowser, They have Heston Kierstad. They have other yeah. guys that can play in a corner outfield spot for them to to essentially supplement. Still have, yeah, they still
1: have Moncastle and Santander.
0: Yeah. Like. They have other options to supplement Hayes' spot in their lineup, but they're pretty big question marks too right now. Um, mm-hmm. I just don't know if they would... Do you think Go, they'd be
1: more interested if it was Justin Topa?
0: Maybe, like somebody just, with
1: a track record.
0: I just don't know if they're going to step away from that level of certainty in their lineup, sure. relative certainty in their lineup for someone like Baroa, who obviously high upside in the back end of the bullpen, but you just you don't know if he can throw enough strikes. And like Topa, I mean, Topa's a solid, you know, sixth, seventh inning guy, but is that enough for an everyday corner outfielder? Who has two years left? I don't know. Uh, now, the other thing to keep in mind here is, like, again, the Orioles aren't going to spend a ton of money. Hayes is getting more expensive, mm-hmm. so does that yeah. also kind of drive them to to want to trade him?
1: Maybe. Possibly, but there's, but healthy. they're, but they've held on. Healthy. They've held
0: on to Santander,
1: so sure. But I, I really hate the argument, and I see it a lot. Is that like if player X was going to get traded, it would have happened already? That's not a thing, guys. That's not a thing. Stop that. That's lazy, is what that is. Um. So, uh, yeah. But like we said, the Orioles, we keep on. It's kind of like the Twins, right? We keep on saying they're going to shed payroll, they're going to shed payroll, and yet they haven't done it yet. Right. So I, I think there's a, a fine line between like if player X was going to get moved, it would have already happened, and like maybe we don't have the information that we thought we did, or maybe the information we got was a little bit off. And there's an explanation for why player X yeah. hasn't been moved yet. No. So. Uh, I don't, is Topa even ARB eligible? I think he's, no. I think he's a year short. So I think he's pretty, hard. uh, yeah. you know, and Hayes, I think has two years left of club control. Is he a super two? He might've been a super two. Uh,
0: he uh, has two years left.
1: Yeah. So, you know, four years of Topa for two years of Hayes and Hayes. I don't know what his ARB number came in at yesterday, but I assume it's five, six, seven million bucks, somewhere yep. in that range. They might, they might consider that oh, overall though. I'll give this a 50 cause I, I think it's logical. We had, a very,
0: we, we had a very extensive discussion because of it. So for that reason, yeah, 50.
1: Yeah. I think it's logical. I think it's like not the worst idea in the world. I think both sides could say yes. I think both sides could say no. Like I, I think that it's, uh, it's definitely, uh, you know, uh, worth having a conversation about. So I'll give it a 50. Sure.
0: Last trade. We got the show bookended by Marlins Trades. Uh, this one is a lot of bulk for Jesus Lazardo. Ty France, Harry Ford, Gabriel Gonzalez, Emerson Hancock, and Ty Pete for Jesus Lazardo, who has three years left of club control. It's an overpay. Mm. Alright, it's,
1: elaborate. It's, it's an overpay. Um, I'm not gutting the farm system for Jesus Lizardo. Sorry, he's not that guy. Um, he's really good. I really want her. Very good. Very good. Yes. Am I willing to give up four of my top five prospects to get him? Nope. But what I am willing to give up is Harry Ford, Jesus, uh, Harry Ford, Ty Pete, Emerson Hancock and Gabriel Gonzalez. See what I did there. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah.
1: Here's the deal. Um, this might be what it costs to get Lizardo. like yeah. I think you're going to have a hard time getting Lazardo without giving up Cole Young or Colt Emerson. That's kind of my hangup. Um, uh-huh. And I think you might have a hard time getting, even if you included those guys, you're going to have a hard time getting Lazardo because I think that the Marlins, I don't think that they are like, we're competing in 2024 at all cost. Clearly not. Uh-huh. But I think they think they can. And honestly They should think that they have a pretty decent team. Now they're basically already told Jorge Soler you're leaving. Like we're not interested in you. So there is, you know, there are some holes in that lineup. So I think you have to give them a everyday hitter. Uh, I I mean, like technically yes, Uh, but I think we know better. So I think if I can, if I could get, Lizardo for Ty France, Harry Ford, and Gabriel Gonzalez. I do it. You you start throwing on speed
0: and. I think it's just weird to me that like one of the pitchers is not involved here. Yeah. Because like the 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 Mariners at that point they're going to have to trade one of the starters anyway, and you know what could argue that you're going to get more value out of trading the, you know one of the pitchers in a separate deal afterwards, but. This just feels like a lot of unnecessary bulk, I know it's a lot, mm. but it feels kind of unnecessary when I think the the Marlins would want one of those pitchers back, and then like uh you know Harry Ford or whatever
1: they might want Young or Emerson, like in my costume, Miller and Emerson,
0: yeah, for Lizardo, and at that point I'm and it's out. like, yeah, yeah, because I yeah, exactly i'm I'm out too on that because I really like Lizardo. And he okay. gives you a left-handed arm that you don't really have right now. Get all, I uh, get the entire appeal uh, of Lizardo, but I feel like, you know, and, and it's very possible that Lizardo's ready to take that next step into being like a Cy Young contender did this year. Did. Right. But I also feel like there's a non-zero chance that Bryce Miller or Brian Wu could eventually get there too. <laughs> you know? Sure. You get him for six years instead of three for three uh, and it's like would, you know you know like it's it's kind of the the whole like you know jesus lazardo is jesus lazardo but brian woo yeah, even, yeah yeah even yeah jesus it's that could, it's that yeah it's yeah. that thing too right so i i know i'm kind of contradicting myself here a little bit but i i just i don't think it's really necessary for the Mares to do a deal like this right now right i now, get you it want to though. T-
1: sure if you want to talk jesus lazardo and louisa rise all of a sudden, one of those pitchers is certainly on the table for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe even both of them, but probably not both. But uh, you know, if, if it's Arise and Lazardo for Miller, uh, Young, Ford, and and you know, yeah, Ty France or whatever, then yeah, I'm very interested in that. So yeah, it's just the Marlins are are kind of a tough team to to line up with. Um, which is a little unfortunate because I do like a lot of pieces on their team, uh, including Lazardo. So it's just it's a really tough team to kind of give a fair grade to because we just don't know a lot about what their plans are, what their goal is for this upcoming year, how serious are they really about trading Lazardo? Um yeah. and you know, you try to factor in Hollander saying like ninety percent of the league doesn't want young prospects uh right now. And and so that's kind of what the Mariners bread and butter would be to offer. Yeah these Marlin trades are tough, man. They're really yeah, tough. Yeah. So I just don't think uh, they're a great fit. Yeah. Unfortunately. Cause I would love Lazardo. I would love arise. I would love Trevor Rogers, obviously Max Meyer. I I would love him. Or is it Max Myers? You tell me to, um, it's Meyer. there you go. No S. Uh, yeah, I'd be a big fan of that. Um, I like, uh, Jesus Sanchez, like, it's a, it's a fun team to look over and Josh bell makes some sense if you trade Ty France. So, and hmm. we have heard that the Mariners did check in on Josh bell. Just throw that out there. Yeah. 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 Uh So yeah, it, it's, it's an interesting trade. It is bulk, but it's also not like a lot of the time on fan fiction Friday, like the bulk deals we see are like, here's four players. I was going to DFA anyways, give right, me your right. all-star. Right. This is not that this is a lot different. This is a lot better. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd say I'll split the difference. I say 45. Like I think it starts a conversation, but I don't know if either side is interested in this trade, which is maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's a bad thing at 40, 45, somewhere in that range. I think 42
0: and a half. Cause I know you love that. I'll I'll go 40. I'll go 40. I just, I don't think it's necessary. I, I do like Lizardo. I think there's a lot of upside there, like in the immediate, but, you have guys like that in your rotation and you have upside high very high upside guys on the back end of your rotation of Miller and Wu uh who could eventually be Lizardo-esque starters as soon as you know 2025 if not sooner uh yeah i'll, I'll pass and turn you know if i got to add uh, multiple top prospects of mine into the steel to get him i just i don't think it's necessary uh, I'm a big Lazardo fan, though.
1: So would not yeah. be upset
0: all right so thank you all for all of your trades that's going to do it for our show thank you so much for joining us here on the locked on Mariners podcast for colby Pat Node. i'm tyden gonzalez be sure to give us a follow on twitter at lo underscore mariners you can follow me at tyden gonzalez and colby at cpat11 that's cpat11 you can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode thank you again for making us your first listen have yourself a beautiful baseball day and a beautiful baseball weekend we'll see you next time peace